This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, since 1883, the Salvation Army's fought poverty and social and spiritual distress here in Aotearoa, New Zealand. They've been there to help more than 120,000 families and individuals in need each year with budgeting advice, food, clothing assistance, life skills programs and other comfort and support. We thought we'd take time to touch base uh, with the, the Salvation Army locally and more particularly around uh, food banks. David McEwen joins us on the line now. Morena, David, nice to have you with us. Thank you. It's good to be here. David, um, through the course of the year, we uh, hear from our food banks right across the city that um, there is increasing need. Uh, and as we head into the holiday season, there are Many families who are perhaps not looking forward to it with the same amount of joy as others, it might well be a struggle ahead. What's your sense of uh, of how things are out there in the community at the moment? Uh, there's some optimism, but the, there is, you know, there's, there's always, always those people who are going to be struggling, and um, there's a lot more of them than this year than there was in the past, and um, there's a greater sense of need, like some of these people. Um, have come for food banks in the past, but there's, in some people we're seeing a real desperation of not knowing uh, how they're going to get through the next few weeks. And so we can put that down to obviously the last couple of years being difficult around COVID and so forth, some perhaps employment issues, uh, but very definitely a, a sharp increase in the cost of living is really biting now for many families. Absolutely, and that, that's where we're seeing the biggest increases in people who previously um, have been able to get by, you know, they're working, um, but but the, the budget isn't, or the money isn't stretching quite as far as it did in the past, or they've hit a speed bump, uh, a big bill, a car bill or a repair bill or something along those lines, and, and they just don't have the, the, the extra um, cash they've had in the past to get over that, and suddenly they find themselves in a, a bit of a crisis through no fault of their own, but but that's where we're seeing the increase now because people who are working are now needing to seek help. And when we talk about help, um, let's talk a little bit about the the services that the Salvation Army provides. Um, clearly, f- you know, f- food relief is one, but is it is it in uh, a, f- a wider circle of care that the Salvation Army places around those who need a bit of advice around budgeting and so forth? Yeah, absolutely. We we work with um, other agencies in the city um, because we don't have all the services, of course. Um, but but often we're a point of reference. But but budgeting advice is the real big one we, we've got at the moment. And, and a lot of the people we get um, will come in for just one or two sessions, and they suddenly get it. They've never had to do the budget before, but once they they get the idea of it, we, we never see them again. Um, but the, there's, there's more and more people coming through, like new people coming through. Um, we've, we've got people on our books who have been there for a while because they just are always going to be struggling. Um, but, but there's people that we're really meeting at the moment who um, just need a little bit of advice just to, to put them on the right track. Uh, and, and some people just need to come in and talk. And, and we don't actually give them anything, but the fact they've been able just to talk through some ideas um, is, is really helpful for them. So this is, but but if we can't provide it, we usually know where we can um, get that support for them if if they need something that we are unable to support them with. David, this is an opportunity, I suppose, to speak both to those who uh, are facing 
the prospect of doing it tough this year, as well as those who might be in a position to support. So let, let's start with, with those who are doing it tough. And, and you mentioned that this year you've seen more than ever before and perhaps many more for the first time. And I imagine for those people, taking that first step to seek assistance can be quite a tough decision. Absolutely, you know, people have have their 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 pride, and and for many people coming through the doors, it's it's like, well, we're defeated. Um, we we don't look at that. We want to give them a hand up rather than a handout. So there's no shame in coming and seeing us, because a lot of these people have never needed help before, and they don't know where to go, or they'll try and do it on their own because they don't want to seek help. You know, they've always managed on their own, but but. The world that we live in nowadays is about people wanting to help and, and we've got the services um, and we can point people in the right direction if they need that little bit of a direction, just where to go. So, you know, reach out to, to, to someone if you need to. Give us a, a ring or come in and see us and um, we, we can help um, get that service, well, get those services set up to help you through that time. We've, we've This year we, we, we're doing 190 food parcels. We've just increased in the last three weeks another 40 because the demand is there. Um, so, yeah, um, we, we've, we've, we've filled that quota. But um, if, you're, if you're really struggling, don't think that the door's closed. Uh, come and see us and we'll see what we can do to help you out. And I know that goes for the other food banks as well in the city. We work very closely together. Um, they're seeing an increase as well. Um, and that's the beauty of Dunedin in a way, that, that all the food banks work together. We don't see it as a competition and, and that benefits the community of the need, and I think. So if someone does want to particularly contact Salvation Army about support around this, uh, how do they do that? They can either ring us or come in and see us here at 160 Crawford Street. 160 Crawford Street, and you, mm-hmm. you've got a number there for us, David? Oh, I, I have. I never ring it myself, but it's uh, <laughs> 477 Okay, Um, so David, let's talk now to those who might be in a position to offer a little bit of something. For for those who are are, are facing the prospect of of getting through the Christmas and the New Year with some joy and and not the same amount of pressure uh, and who might want to help in some way, what would you say to those people? Anything helps in the way of food. Usually um, fresh goods we can usually get out on the day. Um, canned goods, we um, will be putting them in food parcels um, as the need requires, but we, um, we're we closed over this year, so um, Presbyterian support will be covering the Christmas New Year break. Um, but anything that you can do, like any sort of food support actually helps. You know, packets of rice risotto, um, tins are always good, particularly fruit, um, which is always good because you can use that to get through. Um, tomatoes, pasta sauces, those sort of things that we can use to stretch a meal out. Um, anything like that we, we receive. Um, but we never turn anyone away with who bring goods in because it, it, everything we can usually use or um, to help someone else who needs it. Well, whether it's the Salvation Army Food Bank or, as David said, any of the others, uh, if you're in a position yeah, to... to Paul or Presbyterian support, yeah. Yeah, make, make a contribution if you can. It all uh, goes um, to a very good and much-needed purpose. As we continually hear on the program, David, you know, we've talked to, to, the, to the other food banks through the course of the year as well, and they've reflected exactly what you've been talking about, this, this ongoing demand. And I suppose, David, as you look at 2023, some of the signals that we're getting from 
those in the know is that that financial pressure is, is going to stay with us, perhaps even increase a little bit through the course of the uh, first half of next year. So I guess you and your team are, are gearing up to face that. Yeah, we are. We've we've got um, got a few new staff that have just come on board, which is kind of helpful. Um, but yeah, we 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 thought you know that, that two years ago that, that you know COVID was done and dusted, but we realise it's not. It's got a sting in its tail, and it's still having an impact on people. And and um, yeah, so we're we're we'd like to be optimistic, but the only thing we're sort of optimistic about is that there's going to be more demand next year. Well, uh, it's great to know that Salvation Army and others are there to to lend a hand when it's needed and also that there are generous Dunedin people who can make things a little bit easier by making contributions to support our food banks. Uh, let's hope that um, that uh, over time some of that pressure will begin to, to ease as things improve. In the meantime, David, uh, thanks so much to you uh, for joining us on the program today and to everyone who's doing some fantastic work to support uh, people in need across our city. All the very best for your Christmas and New Year and uh, and perhaps we'll catch up in the uh, later uh, in 2023 with hopefully perhaps a little better news on that front. Absolutely look forward to that, Jeff, and you have a very happy Christmas and the same to your listeners. Kia ora. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.